My name is Jessica Brennan, and I am obsessed with all things clean living and helping you lead a clean, healthy lifestyle that doesn't have to be hard, expensive, or time-consuming. I'm a mama of twin boys who found some really scary ingredients in the natural body wash we were using and turned my outrage into passion to help others eliminate toxins from their daily lives. Listen in on honest conversations and learn the best tips and tricks to take control, simplify, and rid toxins from your mind, body, spirit, and home. If you're ready to take the plunge into clean living, but aren't quite sure where to start, you are in the right place. This is the Clean Living Made Easy Podcast. In this episode, we are going to be talking to Dr. Green and Dr. Holleran of Momentic Chiropractic in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania. These two are experts in the field of chiropractics. They are on a mission to promote, restore, and inspire movement within their community. I'm excited for you to listen in on this awesome conversation so that you can implement some of these really amazing tips in your clean living journey. Enjoy. Welcome. I'm so glad to have you all here. Um, So you both have a plethora of knowledge when it comes to living a healthier, more active, pain-free lifestyle. So I'm super excited to um, have you here and for you to share some tips and tricks. So let's just get started by you both introducing yourselves and giving us a little background on what you do. Sure. Uh, I am Dr. Joanna Holleran, um, co-owner and chiropractor at Momenta Chiropractic uh, with my partner here. Um, my background, I, I guess I'll start with um, my degree in undergrad was in emergency medicine and then I pivoted into chiropractic and um, went the more holistic route um, of health and studied chiropractic um, in California, which is where I met Dr. Green. Um, and now we own our practice in Bryn Mawr. Uh, yeah. My specialty, I'd say, is more like prenatal postpartum chiropractic as well as athletes, but it's kind of one of my little niches, but mm-hmm. yeah. And essentially, yeah, taking a very similar approach, but just kind of applying it to that population. Uh, yeah, I, my background was like a little bit different, but also kind of similar in terms of our, our interests, but uh, I was kinesiology major in college and then worked a little bit in strength and conditioning, but knew that the, the path would kind of lead to chiropractic. And so went to school, ended up meeting Joanna. We worked for a little while in uh, Seattle, Washington, in a cool kind of sports-based practice for a few years. And then, um, yeah, moved east to be a little bit closer to our family and open up our own practice. And yeah, here we are. <laughs> That's awesome. So did you guys always know you were going to be in this line of work or like what was kind of the catalyst to bring you to um do chiropractics yeah my my path was probably easier my mom was a chiropractor and so I, I grew up with it um I didn't know um like the entire time it was always there uh and I feel like it was always kind of a resource in that sense and so I didn't really know much else outside of it and then when the the, the time came to to figure out what it was that I wanted to do I looked into occupational therapy, physical therapy, and chiropractic. And I just felt like the freedom within this profession and the ability to kind of be hands-on and make it your own uh, was extremely enticing. And so I got to shadow a bunch of different chiropractors, including like my mom, some of her friends, some of the doctors that I met um, through other you know people. And uh, yeah, I, I just knew that I, I wanted to do it at that point. And that was like, like right before I graduated college that I made that decision. Um, but yeah. Yeah. My story is a little different because I did not grow up with um, my mom's a chiropractor <laughs> or any of my immediate family in the medical field really at all. 
Um, so it was a little random for me to kind of fall into a more like medical or health oriented field. And originally I thought I would go more um, like PA route or something like that, possibly physical therapy. So I studied emergency medicine, got my paramedic license. Um, so I did that through junior and senior year of college. And um, then senior year decided I didn't want to go that route. I wanted to do something a little bit more on the holistic side, uh, something I, I personally found more preventative um, versus, you know, of course, emergency medicine is very reactive, but it's kind of always a time and place for that type of medicine. But um, personally, I just wanted to be on something a little bit more holistic. So then I found chiropractic and here I am. Oh, I love that. I, I do think there's so much value to bring into people's lives when you're focusing on that preventative side of things. I think most people kind of live life and they go to the doctor when there's a problem. Um, and not that you guys can't help them if there is, because absolutely you can, but um, I just love your approach to how you help people learn how to be more mindful of that and prevent things before they're happening or, you know, Im implement practices um, that could potentially prevent things. Um, and we'll definitely, I'm going to ask you some questions about that here shortly. But one of the things I wanted you guys to share about is when I visited your office, I definitely got a very different vibe from my, you know, from my experiences going to other practices. It was very like, you know, calming, um, just a different vibe, you know, typically you kind of feel like you're on a conveyor belt type of thing when you're going to get <laughs> your services, like everyone's kind of doing essentially the same thing just at different times. And that's not how your practice is set up. So could you guys kind of paint a picture on how you practice and, you know, if anybody that's listening comes in to see what they can expect. Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of like the, <laughs> I, yeah, conveyor belt is an interesting way to put that. Um, it's true though. I, I think, I think we came from a practice that had a lot more uh, time spent one-on-one -on -one. and especially kind of starting into practice and seeing that we knew that that was something that we valued because I think there's obviously the benefit to a lot of the hands-on work that we do, but education is probably one of the most important things. And it's just really, really difficult to do that if your appointment's like three to five minutes, right? And so being able to kind of structure our practice so that um, we can spend enough time with somebody, answer their questions, really get a, a good idea as to what's going on, and then address it at that visit rather than feeling like things are rushed through. And so that was definitely a priority when we went into it and something that we value and our patients have valued since we kind of opened. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, in terms of like <laughs> the calming environment, I, I think that's, we, we try to be in a place that we enjoy too. And, and so, especially when people come in and discomfort and pain, it's nice to have an environment that's relaxed and allows somebody to kind of come down a little bit and, and actually heal. So. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I th another thing when I was envisioning my own office, like before I had one, um, I it was important to me to have things like natural light and, you know, a pleasant um, just feel in general as far as having, you know, plants in the office or just a more homey feel and not quite as sterile as a, a doctor doctor's office that you would typically imagine, you know, nothing to uh, medical, if you will, um, just something a little bit more comforting where you felt fewer, like you yeah. could take a breath. <laughs> fewer fluorescent lights and, yeah. <laughs> and white walls, I guess. Yeah. And that's usually how it is. It's like definitely not very calming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, if anybody's watching this um, video, they can just see in the background, it's like, you know, brick and bright <laughs> yeah. and white and just like they were saying, just very calming. And that definitely is helpful when you're trying to relax. And and I do love, like um, I went to visit their office and had come in for, you know, certain minor situation I was having and ended up throughout like questions that I was asked figuring out that I need to address something else first. And that's what I did. And I love that, that you guys have that approach. It's like, let's continue to dig to find kind of the core issue. And then we'll address that and move on from there. And that potentially could fix what you're experiencing. But if it doesn't, then we'll address the next thing that will. Um, and yeah, I love that. And I left with so many great tips and tricks. And so I don't know if there's anything that you guys can offer as far as like, you know, I know everybody's different with different symptoms and stuff, but just as far as like simple, basic things that people can do to kind of continue to promote that healthy lifestyle and yeah. active lifestyle. Yeah, I would say probably some of the things like, like when somebody comes in and uh, they don't necessarily have like what we would call like a chief complaint, like there's nothing that's like really, really bothering them prominently, but they're coming in because they don't want things to start bothering them. Um, we usually look at a, a few just kind of basic things. Um, part of it, so a lot of how we approach practice is through movement. So, you know, we're always looking at like quality of movement, the activities they're kind of performing throughout their day, um, whether they're exercising, what they're doing for exercise. So, um, and if they're not exercising, trying to kind of push them to get started with something like that. Um, and then there's like sleep diet, hydration, and then finding some sort of like activity that they enjoy, you know? And so those are kind of like the basic things where it's like, if you have those base things covered, usually you avoid some of like the, the, the big kind of like pain syndromes that, you know, big medical conditions. Um, usually like cardiovascular health is pretty good if you're doing all those things properly. And so you can kind of avoid some of the, the, the big, uh, diseases that people don't <laughs> want to end up developing. Yeah. yeah um, well, and I, the key word there, um, and I heard you say this on one of your podcast episodes actually is enjoy, right? Like, yeah. and I talk with my clients about this too, as far as like performance of products that they use, if they don't like it and it doesn't do what they want it to do, then they're not going to continue to do it. And mm -hmm. so I think most people assume, well, I need to run or bike or swim, like whatever it is that they have kind of made their minds up that they have to do, but they don't like it and they don't enjoy it. So a lot of times it ends up falling through the cracks because it's yeah. not something they yeah. get up and want to try yeah. and do. <laughs> I often tell patients like, don't know, don't be doing something just because you feel like you should like avoid the shoulds, avoid like go toward the things that you want to do. So as far as movement goes, like that's one of the number one things I think as far as like musculoskeletal health and the things that we're dealing with most of the time, like movement and finding your groove and doing the things that you want to do and not just that you feel you should be doing is going to make such a difference. Right. And like testing those out. Like I never thought I would enjoy running. I avoided it like the plague and come to find <laughs> out it's my favorite thing to do as far as cardiovascular yeah. exercises. And yeah. because I have a system, I have a playlist, I do, you know, interval, um, so I'm not, you know, running constantly at work up, but you know, like it, I, I only know I like that because I eventually tried it 
And yeah. it's like, oh, actually this is, but some people hate running and that's fine. But you know, yeah, exactly. trying lots of things and figuring out what works best for you. So right. do you guys yeah. have any um, like tips on that, on how people can like maybe different initial ones. If somebody's listening to this and they're like totally not into, you know, physical activity like, at all, kind of like, yeah. I yeah. yeah. How are, do you have any tips on how to get them to a place where they might find something that they like? Well, I think first of all, if you find that you don't like anything, don't let that discourage you. Figuring out what you don't like is still valuable information. Um, and then, you know, pivoting from there, because there are a lot of different options as far as, I mean, if it's cardiovascular work that you're trying to get into, you know, biking, swimming is a big one that I think people avoid, um, but it's such a great workout and, and has so many benefits and it's easy on the joints. So, you know, if you don't like running because it makes your knees ache, swimming is a great option um yeah or that usually even just like looking back at the things that you used to enjoy doing and then you know seeing if you can find activities similar to that um also I, I was having a conversation with a patient recently kind of about um group exercise classes because he just like for the longest time didn't you know ever want to take a group exercise class so like kind of being able to narrow down types of activities by like what you kind of know uh based on yourself, do I, do I like, you know, being alone when I'm being like physically active or do I want to go, you know, be part of a group or like play a rec sport or something, but it, yeah, kind of like using some of those guidelines of, uh, finding something that you enjoy, finding something that makes you feel well, um, and in a setting that kind of gives you energy instead of just takes it. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Just get out there and try it. See what happens. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay, Dr. Holler, I know you work a lot with women, like you mentioned, who are either pregnant or recently had a baby. When I was pregnant, there were all kinds of crazy things going on with my body um, that you know weren't happening before, before and after, you know, I had my kiddos. So I'm sure there are probably things I could have done to help avoid some of that pain and discomfort. So do you have any tips for new moms or anyone who is pregnant to possibly? um, help alleviate some of those, um, yeah. discomforts? Yeah. Um, well, first I think staying active with some sort of movement, obviously it's challenging for a number of reasons when you're pregnant, but maintaining some sort of level of activity throughout, um, pregnancy can, can help alleviate some aches and pains along the way, but body work is a great, way to also address a lot of those things. So chiropractic care is a great option. Massage is a great option. Um, pelvic PT is a good option as well. Uh, specifically for chiropractic and um, prenatal care, we really try to hone in on like sacral and pelvic alignment and balance and just kind of um, looking at basically how the abdomen is handling all the pressure that's building throughout pregnancy and making sure that you're able to um, basically coordinate your muscles and, and keep keep uh, movements in a, in a fashion that is not going to put too much stress on one area of the body versus another. So yeah. um, like getting evaluated throughout your pregnancy will help just prevent a lot of issues postpartum as well because you're learning how to use your body and uh well it's, and it's constantly and, evolving in those nine yes. months so um I right. still have lower back issues from my pregnancy that I never had before I always had like shoulder issues mm -hmm. um but it was probably because I wasn't 
my body wasn't adjusting to it the right way. And so over time, it happens very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, So trying to, I mean, it really is a game sometimes of just trying to stay ahead of any discomfort. Um, And then, yeah, afterward, there's still a lot of healing to be done. So um, arguably, I think the postpartum portion of treatment is the more important one because those are the kind of symptoms that can really linger for a long time. Right. Yeah. Um, Okay. Awesome. Those are great tips. Um, Question. Do you know the top three ingredients to avoid when choosing household products? When I work with my clients, either one-on-one or through my five-day detox, one week to a healthier home program, we always start with three ingredients to look for when shopping for products. Not only does this help you begin to choose safer options, but it also helps you get into the habit of checking your labels and to start taking control of your overall home environment. I created a free resource with these ingredients and more to help you get started. We all want to create the safest household possible, and this is a great first step. Go to cleanproductjunkie.com to download your free label reading guide and to start taking control of those toxins today. So anybody who is listening to this that's not really familiar with chiropractics, maybe hasn't seen a chiropractor in the past, um, what can you offer them as far as like, what's the benefit of going to see a chiropractor? Either coming to see you guys if they're in the Philly area or seeking out a chiropractor um, where they live, like what is, why would they want to go see a chiropractor and what can a chiropractor usually do for you? Yeah, I think, I think just kind of to start and, and a lot of what people um, kind of come to us for is like, okay, so the type of provider that you see, they'll offer you what they're able to offer you. And so when you go see um, like your, and this is not to like knock any other profession, it, it's absolutely like not a, it's not a negative connotation. Um, but like, if you're going to go see your primary, the things that they have to offer are usually, you know, prescriptions or kind of like generalized advice or a referral to a different provider. If you see, um, you know, like an orthopedist or something like that, usually it's injections, possibly surgery, um, or they'll refer to you to see somebody else. And so a lot of people are interested in chiropractic because it's, you know, non-pharmacological. So we, we don't prescribe drugs and uh, we don't use surgery which means that the things that we can do are hands-on like manual therapies, adjustments, uh, and exercise. And so um, a big reason to be able to go see is if you don't necessarily want something prescribed that, uh, that might just like mask symptoms, for example, then seeing a chiropractor can definitely help to treat uh, more of like the, the underlying cause, you know? And so that's, that's one kind of benefit to it. Um, The other one is for the most part, it's, pretty preventative. And so um, I guess the the saying that we use sometimes is like, like, listen when it's a whisper instead of when it starts to scream, right? <laughs> and so sometimes like we, we see people um, just every once in a while as like a check-in and the people that we see, you know, for that type of reason, I, I actually just had a guy uh, last week tell me that he played more golf last year than he ever has. And it was the first full year he went without like a back flare up. And, you know, a lot of it was just kind of being on top of things. And um, so it's, it's nice to sometimes have a resource uh, for somebody who can help you uh, live the life that you want, uh, whether it's actively or, you know, you don't necessarily have to describe yourself as like an athlete or somebody who does a lot of physical activity to benefit from that kind of thing. And so I I guess I would just, uh, I would ask people to think of it more as a resource to be able to live um, almost like in a, in like a wellness mindset. Um, rather than kind of that reactive, uh, you know, like <laughs> need serious uh, intervention for, you know, 
really, really acute pain because you ignored something previously, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. I feel like that's kind of, you know, what I try to help people focus on too, is just like taking control of Mm -hmm. your health and wellness and not just being reactive or, um, you know, just putting the effort into your health because it's important Mm -hmm. and you can't avoid a lot of things if you're making those efforts and putting in the time. Yeah. And I think a a large portion of that is just kind of having the awareness. So getting regular treatment of, and and of course, like this is beyond chiropractic as well, but um, just bringing more awareness to your body and your daily postures and your daily habits. Because a lot of the things that we see, whether it's an acute injury or a more chronic uh, injury that's developed over time, over time typically means it's something like postural related or something that you've done repeatedly um, that has ended up in some sort of painful presentation. So if you're able to gain that awareness um, and correct whatever you need to, whether it's a movement pattern or just, you know, your sitting posture throughout the day, um, that can have long-term benefits for sure. Yeah. And and yeah, when when you're seeking out like a provider and, and something that we kind of value is not like everybody's seen like a doctor and had them tell them like, Hey, like, you know, you need to exercise more or like, Hey, like, you know, when you lift, use your legs or something, but it's like, they don't necessarily take the time to like show you how to actually do those things properly. And so there's something to be said for like giving a piece of advice, but then there's another thing to be said for actually showing somebody the correct way to do something. Um, or, or kind of like breaking down the steps to be able to change that habit. And I think that's where we see the most success is taking the time to do that. Um, and so, you know, there, there are a lot of different chiropractors out there, um, but usually the ones who, who have like an emphasis on, on education, they have resources available, things that really go into the details. Those, those are the ones that I would probably recommend. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And that, like I said, that's the one thing or the biggest thing that I took away from coming to visit you guys Um, and like I mentioned before, I love to run and Dr. Green really helped me understand how I was running was affecting my, the pain that I was getting. Like, so just by making some adjustments and doing some different exercises, I was able to kind of change the way that I run so that I wasn't in so much pain afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, and which was kind of keeping me from doing it. So it's just like having that knowledge, learning those different techniques to, or, you know, um, exercises to do to kind of avoid those pains because the goal is to continue to be active. Right. And so it's like, you want to, so, and then the other thing I loved about you guys and your approach is like, you're trying to get to the source of it and like really taking the time, like you said, to think about that and what it is that's causing it. Um, and it's not like come every week and, uh, you know, indefinitely. And, you know, I know that there's a place for that and some people might need that, but sometimes you don't. And, um, and I like that you guys are aware of that and that it's okay to come like a couple of times. And then you're, then, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. you're like telling people how to make it better when they're at home so that you, they don't have to come see you guys. Yeah, we, we always tell patients that we're trying to build up their toolbox, like give them the right, resources yeah, they that. need, give them the, the exercises or whatever, whatever it is they need so that they aren't, they don't come become completely dependent on us. You know, we're yeah. always here when you need us, but it, I think it's a little bit more empowering and has, you just have better results when you're able to actually handle it and manage it on your own too. Yeah. Right. And when you're active, you're going to have those moments where your body's telling you like, um, something's off here. You probably should mm-hmm. get this addressed. So yeah. it's yeah. like, you know, kind of just part of the whole thing. 
right and yeah we're we're not immune either you know we're we're human and <laughs> so right. yeah and and we just happen to kind of be nerds about that stuff and so like, yeah, as things kind of I love up, that a fellow nerd you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so Dr. Green for anybody that's listening that is is active maybe an athlete like as far as tips for them to kind of avoid injury do you have anything that you can share to maybe help them you know as they're continuing to work out or run or yeah. you know, do whatever they're doing? Um, I would say, so we, we, we always look at things like, kind of like I said earlier, in terms of like movement, right? So we look at the way that somebody does something. Um, and so I would say like, when it comes to like your activity, uh, be kind of a stickler about like quality of movement, like quality over quantity. Usually we see people develop injuries when movement becomes like less intentional or purposeful, almost like a little bit more careless or when they're trying to like push through something. And there's a place for that. Like, you know, don't get me wrong, but if, if that's kind of the, <laughs> the gear that you're always kind of driving in, then it's, you're probably going to develop an injury. <laughs> and so I would say, first off, like, you know, there, there are a lot of people that we refer to both uh, who are like, um, coaches, professionals, like within different physical activities, whether it's like a sport or, you know, a really specific style of like exercise class or something like that. And they're really knowledgeable about how to do things properly. And so we usually co-manage cases to make sure that they can get that feedback too, to make sure that they avoid common injuries that are, you know, present in whatever activity they're taking part in. So quality of movement is probably the biggest thing. And then number two, uh, I'd say is recovery, giving yourself enough time to like recover from the activities, not trying to, you know, do everything all at once and uh, allowing yourself to sleep, eat properly and feel well so that you can continue progressing. Like not all growth is going to be linear. So you got to give yourself some, some time if you've been kind of going pretty hard and allow yourself to recover a bit. Yeah. I noticed that um, I trained for a 5k a couple of years ago. And when I was training, um, like I went away and I wasn't running as much. And when I came back, I ran, I'm like, oh my God, I can run so much better now. <laughs> and yeah. leading up to that, I had been, you know, pushing myself because the run was coming up and I knew I was going to be away. And every time I would go out and run, I'm like, oh my God, I'm losing my mojo here. Like I can't, mm -hmm. I, you know, I wasn't progressing in my, um, like my training program, like mm -hmm. I had been. And so just that week off of, you know, look, I didn't totally not do it, but it was like a week mm -hmm. off of, you know, yeah. lower um, exercise yeah. helps so yeah. much. We, we call it, yeah, it's called a, or I guess the, the exercise terminology, like word for it is called the deload week. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's pretty much if you, yeah, if you program in deload weeks. So usually like classically for something, if you think about uh, things in like a four week chunk, right? Every fourth week, drop the volume down, you know, allow yourself to recover. You can still go out and move and take things, you know, pretty light. But if you give yourself that break, it makes it so that you can kind of like have that, you know, time of recovery and then get back to increasing. Um, but so yeah, it I can't it go. It seems very counterintuitive, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it does. But it, it, it usually takes an experience to realize it though. Like, yeah. yourself, you had to <laughs> it's so hard though. I don't know if I would have done that had I not had that right. trip planned, you know, I probably yeah, would exactly. So and then I probably would have like passed out during my 5k or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like overworking myself. <laughs> yeah, it worked out perfect. Yeah. yeah, it did. It did. Um, all right. So for anybody who's listening in the Philly area, um, like who do you usually work with? I know we kind of touched upon some, um, specific 
people like, you know, anyone who's pregnant or postpartum athletes, people who are active, but is there any other, um, type of person that you would be working with and how would they get in touch with you? Yeah. Well, as far as more specifically like athletes, I think we end up seeing a lot of like runners, weightlifters, um, golfers is a big one. Dr. Green sees a lot of golfers. People who, who generally like to exercise and want to continue exercising. Yeah. yeah. We're just weekend warriors, we'll say too. Like if you're out there doing Spartan races or something like that, that's another um, population that we work a lot with. Um, yeah. In terms of like specific conditions, we, we kind of specialize. I mean, as chiropractors, we see a lot of like back and neck pain, obviously, because we're pretty active and see an active population, we see a lot of like extremity stuff. So like, you know, knee pain, hip pain, shoulder pain, all that kind of stuff. Um, but we're also really, really good at treating back conditions, disc herniations, sciatica, um, headaches, migraines, things like that. Yeah. What about like digestive issues? Is that something that chiropractors can help with? Just yeah. Um, it, it kind of depends on, uh, on like what's causing it. So I would say, um, and um, you probably agree too. It's like, there's different specialties within chiropractic and, and practitioners tend to gravitate towards things that they're most interested in. And so we've definitely seen people with some of those uh, types of conditions and have made recommendations. Um, but when it gets like very complex or symptoms are pretty severe, then we'll typically, you know, refer to some folks who are um, a little bit more versed and kind of have that as their, their, uh, direct focus, if that makes sense. So it's like yeah. within kind of like the umbrella of, of what we do. Um, but yeah, I, I would say like mostly, uh, musculoskeletal pain is like the, the majority of. What if I told you that you could disinfect your entire house with only one eco-friendly, highly effective and completely safe product? Well, believe it or not, you can. The Force of Nature system is as effective as bleach, yet is completely safe to use around your family and pets. I literally have not bought any other cleaners in over four years, which is not only great for the environment, think of all those plastic bottles not being thrown away, but has also saved us hundreds of dollars. Go to cleanproductjunkie.com forward slash force of nature to learn more about the system and for the most up-to-date coupon codes that could save you up to 50% off. What we see um, within kind of like the context of, of our own kind of niches if that if that makes sense yeah no for sure well and I I don't know why that thought even just came to me but um but it's good to know if anybody's like listening and they yeah. think that well, chiropractic could potentially it, be know, a solution for them if they had like IBS or something for sure yeah and and there is something to be said about uh you know a lot of those those types of like digestive conditions are um I mean they're multifactorial and so Right. Same kind of thing like what we talked about earlier. It's like we're we're looking at like they're they're all kind of correlated with stress levels, uh, diet, um, activity levels, um, sleep habits, and you know so you kind of like take some of those things in and see what you can change and facilitate. Uh, and you know sometimes they also respond really well to manual therapy and some of the chiropractic adjustments. But um, yeah, it, it totally depends. I think. Uh, and I think movement helps with a lot of those too. So if you're having issues yeah. getting to that point, then it would be helpful in that way. Yeah. And so, you know, if there is something that somebody's kind of dealing with and they're not sure who to reach out to, uh, we do like just like free consultations. And so we can hop on the phone. Um, we essentially kind of take a history, figure out what you're dealing with, what's going on. And we'll tell you, you know, if, if we think it's something that we can help with. And if not, then, you know, we'll make a recommendation for somebody either local or near you that, um, we think might be able to help too. 
I love that. So you're not just like, sorry, can't help you. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we want to be a resource. And sometimes, yeah, like, yeah sometimes we're, we're yeah, not the right fit. And we'll try to find the right fit for you. We've, we've even like Google search for people just to find somebody too. So like, yeah. we probably spend too much time doing it. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, but that's one of the things I love about you both. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> why I'm sure people continue to come back to you because you know, that's not typically something that people are used to experiencing. And it is really helpful, especially when somebody is trying to, um, you know, figure out the root cause of what's going on with them. So yeah. 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 And then they're yeah. more likely to send their friends to you. They're like, oh, they took it. <laughs> yeah. They didn't like just, fix me, but they're like very helpful and, and a good resource. So yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to have an advocate, you know, somebody on your team. Yeah. That, you know, yes. Yeah. And there's not enough of those. So I am Kudos to you two for being advocates. We're, we're trying. We're doing our best. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you guys so much. I'm going to ask you um, a couple of questions so we can kind of get to know you on a personal level, a more personal personal level. Um, and we're, we're going to do like a little lightning round. Cool. Is that good? Okay. That? All right. So are you, either of you coffee or tea drinkers or neither? I am definitely coffee, um, but I'm trying to be, kick, not kick the habit completely, but trying to get rid awesome. of the second cup. So I've become a coffee and second cup is now hot water and lemon. That's oh, awesome. nice. Oh, that's what I've got right here. I'm trying to do the same. Look at that. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. So we, we practiced in, uh, in Seattle for like, you know, a little while after. And it's like, oh it's like coffee central. And yeah, so you can't not be a coffee drinker in Seattle. <laughs> so yeah, so we, we got like, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, introduced to like the hipster, like, you know, pour over and it's so like gray there that it's like, yeah, no, I can keep drinking coffee. Right. All day. Like I need that caffeine to get through the day kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So definitely got, yeah, but same thing trying to like, yeah, stop drinking coffee, you know, like by at least like 11 a.m. Otherwise, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. I had my first cup of coffee in the afternoon for a long time yesterday. And um, I was like driving home afterwards. I'm like, why am I so wired? Like, really, <laughs> because I've been good at cutting back on it. It just um really yeah, hit stronger right. than usual. Yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. God, I hope I sleep tonight. <laughs> um, okay, so what about your favorite movies? What are, what are your favorite movies? Oh, that is actually a really hard one. I'm terrible with this question. Is it because you have too many or you're not, you don't like movies? No, I love movies. Okay. But... So you have too many, there's too many choices. Yeah. I, how do I you pick say, one? I will say, uh, and I feel like I got this from Joanna, but every time um, we have like a, a low key weekend or have to like catch up on like work or something on a weekend, um, we end up just doing like a Harry Potter movie yeah. marathon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am a Harry Potter fan. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, that's awesome. So I feel like, I feel like, I guess. I mean, I, I I do I love those movies. There are some other like you know great movies, but that that's the first thing that comes to mind because I feel like yeah. if like we sit down, it's just like, what do you want to watch? That's probably like well, you get like sucked into the world and you oh, just yeah. can forget about all Magic the other stuff. and interesting and yeah, they're wonderful. Yeah, yeah, there's some great movies out there, but yeah, that's the first thing that came. Yeah, well, idea. it's funny. We're gonna I'm gonna maybe be taking my kids to Harry Potter World in Florida soon, so yeah. we're kind of binging the movies and trying to get them to finish the books by the time we go. But uh, um, I went to it; it's amazing. You'll love yeah, it. Yeah, super. <laughs> so, um, as far as books, is Harry Potter then your favorite book, or do you have a different book, or what are you reading? Like one of the two. I did read all the Harry Potter books growing up, so they're definitely will be an all-time favorite for sure. 
Um, I actually never read them, honestly. Never no. Read them. <laughs> never read them. I'm trying to get into at least listen to them on tape or something. They're yeah, really they're so good. The books on tape are so good. They're so good. Um, let's see, what am I reading right now? I So I'm trying to pivot. I'm, I typically am reading some sort of book that is, I guess technically would fall into the self-help or like business genre. Um, just, you know, being business owners and not having a business degree. Yeah. Uh, we had to do a lot of learning on the side beyond our clinical uh, knowledge. So I got a little burnt out reading those types of books. So I'm trying to get a little bit more into fiction myself, um, yeah, just to same. have just some more fun and just entertaining reading versus, um, you know, the, the more yeah intense. <laughs> yeah I, yeah. yeah sometimes especially with like the the business development books I feel like especially when we were kind of planning on opening the practice and like learning about everything it's like it's great because it it gets you thinking about the right things but then you always kind of feel like there's something that needs to be improved and it gets over yeah, always and so, yeah <laughs> I mean there usually is but it's like you don't want to be thinking about that all the time <laughs> yeah 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 and like there's always another book that's just like you know like yeah I mean, um yeah well, so we've good that you're breaking it up with yeah. yeah yeah a little bit yeah. more fiction and then like I always love um probably my favorite book of all time uh was Boys in the Boat the story about like the University of Washington like rowing team that ended up it was like a like a group of college guys who just had like the most like insane work ethic and just had I don't know just crazy crazy early lives and then ended up going to the Berlin Olympics in like 1936 I don't know if anybody's interested in like those fascinating like true stories yeah, um, for inspiration kind of like yeah that's a going it's, <laughs> yeah, life yeah. the best you can yeah yeah I love that book but yeah. one book that we actually both read semi-recently that was really good and I think I think it's worth mentioning was um In Defense of Food oh, by Michael yeah. Pollan it is so good like it we we read it just because you know interested in getting um into more of a like plant-based diet because that's a you know very trendy right now and very sustainable um so just in an effort to like grow our knowledge about that a little bit and um it, it was yeah. really good it really changed my perspective on on food and it's much easier now to eat cleaner for me honestly not that yeah. we were ever like very poor eaters but yeah it's, it's a very good book yeah oh, I'll have to check that out thank you um okay so where's the What's your favorite place you've ever traveled to? Hmm. That is a tough one as well. But when I was 18, I visited London for the first time and basically made a promise to myself that I had to move there one day. And that's still that's still in the <laughs> in the works. It's still in the plan, I think, for myself yeah. eventually. <laughs> but um but that has to be one of my favorite places. But even but uh, just within the United States, I'd say, oh my gosh, any, almost any national park that you go to in yeah. on the West Coast or, you know, west of Philadelphia, which is everything, um, <laughs> are just yeah. so incredible. If you haven't been to like the mountains in Washington or um, like the coastline in California, even the, even the desert, in the Joshua desert, yes. yeah. incredible. Yeah. Fascinating. I know I love the West Coast so much. I was just in Oregon. Um, for spring break this year and got to explore around there and it's we so went beautiful. to like Bryce and um yeah. 
you know, that Grand Canyon, all that when I was a kid. And ever since I've like, I can't wait to take my kids there. Cause it's just like, yeah. I was like in fifth grade and it was monumental in my mind. Like I can't right. wait to go back, you know? It's, that's oh. good. You were able to appreciate it then too. I feel yeah. like sometimes that's how, you know? that's how amazing it is. Like, if yeah. I'm yeah. not that, you know, that's says a lot about the beauty of those areas and how impactful they are. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember I had like a, a high school teacher. He taught like physics. He's an interesting guy, but he, he said, he was like, we use the word awesome too much. And he's just like certain things like are, are just like should be reserved for awesome. And it's like the grand Canyon is one of them. Like, so, so like, you know, almost like infallible that the only thing that you can do is just awe at it, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just like jaw dropping. Yeah, how yeah. amazing it is like this is real or, or like, am I, I can't even see the bottom <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> right so crazy that's awesome so Dr. Green do you have a favorite a favorite place? travel place oh, mm-hmm. man uh I would say out, outside of the U.S. um would probably be yeah Italy I I love Italy it's just such a, a cool cool the place food, oh my god and the wine <laughs> don't even have to go anywhere just sit and eat pizza all day <laughs> it's all day here too but it's know. not the same <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah like near yeah near perfect weather and for the most part pretty nice people <laughs> yeah yeah it's right yeah awesome well thank you both for being here and just one last thing if you have if there's one thing that you wanted people to know about you or your business like what would it be good question um I guess my answer would be, I think like as like healthcare or like just as people, like we, we got into what we do because we want to be able to help. And so um, we put a lot of time and effort into trying to like create resources and, and educate people and, and help people understand that they're like, there are options to be able to take actionable steps to feel better, right? And or continue feeling well. Um, and so in terms of like what we hope people know about us as like, as like a business is that just like we're, we're here to help and, and that's that's our primary thing. And so we want to reduce as many barriers to that as possible. So if you feel like there's something that's going on that we might be able to help with, just reach out and, you know, we'll, we'll make sure to do what we can to help you. I applaud what you guys are doing. And I think it's so necessary and so glad that you were able to come on here and you know, share some of your knowledge and tips. I think it'll be really helpful for people as they're continuing their clean living journey and their healthy lifestyles. Yeah, yeah thank absolutely. you. Yeah, we appreciate you having us on. Yeah, it was it was fun, and we're all about what you do. We want to support you yeah. as best we can. So anything that we can do to you know help you on your mission, we're happy. Awesome. Well, thank you, and I'll put all of your links in the show notes so that people who want to get in contact with you, we'll be able to find you. They have an awesome podcast too. So you guys can get a link to that as well in the show notes um, and go check out their website and go see them if you live in the Philly area. Yeah, yeah. please do. And be sure to check out Jessica's episode on our podcast. We just oh, yeah. that one yes. too. That was, yeah, that was a great yeah. one. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thanks for listening to the Clean Living Made Easy podcast. If you want more, head over to cleanlivingmadeeasypodcast.com for show notes and links to all the products or discount codes mentioned in today's episode. If you'd like to be notified when new podcast episodes are released or to join the Clean Product Junkie community, head over to cleanproductjunkie.com and join our mailing list. See you in the next episode.